Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. This time I want to talk about interest rates and what's going on in the housing market. Some change in the numbers. We knew that the CPI numbers were going to get worse, and they have, and they're not done getting worse. They might stay kind of where they are, but it's not going to turn down for a little while. 9.1 in CPI. The cores come down a little bit, take energy and food out of it, and the rest of the inflation calculation is kind of hollowed out. Initial claims for unemployment are creeping up. They should be creeping up. They're starting to have some layoffs. Ford announced about 8,000 they're going to lay off. Interestingly enough, it's out of the piston engine division, not the electric division. Oil is down. The yield curve, for those that really follow that stuff, is very, very flat. The three-month is just about two and a half, which is where the cost of money is going to be this Wednesday when the Federal Reserve increases rates another three-quarters of a point, which they very likely will. The rest of it is flat. Interest rates are all waiting to see what the Federal Reserve does and see how long the inflation lasts. Mortgages crept down a little bit. We'll get back to that in a minute. Several questions on really what are the components of inflation. The green up here is energy, mostly gasoline. It has had the biggest impact on spending, the biggest impact on disposable income for a lot of people. Some working people, this is food money. If it takes their vehicle or their car twice the money to fill it up for them to go work, it's, uh, it's had an impact. Services, they have crept up. We'll see how long that stays up. Everything else has kind of shrunk a little bit. It is part of the component. It is part of a little piece of memory for everybody. If you look at the green, a couple of years when gasoline was coming on a dollar a gallon, well, that was too low. Gasoline pretty ought to be two and a half, not four and a half. Last Friday, wholesale gasoline was 303. Again, you won't see that number at the pump for a little while, but it is clearly coming down. Clearly, a lot of people who were paid hourly or in the low end of the salary range appreciated the wage increases they got at the end of 2020, at the end of the tiny little recession in 2020, when things started to open up, especially hourly workers, went way up. Now, it didn't take very long for that to prove yeah, it should have gone up a little more because the actual disposable income was creeping down. Rents were coming up a little bit. Few things were getting a little more expensive. It wasn't services. It was buying goods due to the pandemic. Well, there were some bad data for a while while the stimulus programs were going on, but it's very clear now that disposable income is on its way down for a lot of people. Those hourly wage increases weren't enough. The lower end of the salary range wasn't enough. And when gasoline is doubled, food is up 25, 30%, so on and so forth. The biggest component in this whole equation, which represents a very small part of CPI, is rent. Rent is way up, especially in towns like Denver. Disposable personal income, this is from the Office of Financial Research has kind of stabilized, if not down a little bit. This is from the end of some fairly bad data when all the stimulus was going on, but it is not improving. 
it's probably going to be the end of this inflation cycle before we get a realistic number. This will go down as the impact. And this is per capita. This includes a lot of people that inflation has no impact on their lifestyle. They're either elderly or they have lots of money. It's the lower end of the economic chain where inflation hits them the hardest. We'll see more of that when this inflation cycle is over, end of the year. The big thing I believe right now is housing. Some of it is due to lagging data, but it clearly is the housing market. It has been kind of free and easy for a couple of years. And a lot of people have moved around, made a lot of money, moved around, bought into some things they'd had no hope of getting into even a few years ago. But sales are down. The red is down. Sales are down 14% from where they were. The uh, inventory is way up. That's the blue line here. Inventory is way up compared to last year. And those for sale signs that have been lingering, which never used to linger, yeah, well, that's part of the inventory buildup. Freddie Mac will tell you mortgage rates are middle low fives. No, they're not. And you'll see some change of that next week when they get new numbers. But the effective rate is still a little bit under six. And that takes half a percent, maybe 80 basis points buy-in to get it down that low. Otherwise, it'll be in the sixes. And it has had a big impact on the marketplace. It is a big piece of the marketplace. New mortgage loan applications, lowest number in 20 years. That's purchases. Sales are down. And new loan applications are down so far that the mortgage market is wondering if they're really going to be in business in a couple of months. And that's with rates staying out of the sixes. In April, we were coming up on five. And that was a bad news moment. People were used to three and a half, four and a half, that kind of stuff. We'll come up on five. Ooh, well, a lot of cancellations. We talked about that. New homes that are just being built. There's a lot of people that have canceled out of those. New purchases. Well, as it turns out, when you get sales numbers, they are actual closings on a contract that was written a month and a half ago. So what we have now is May data fooling around with coming up on 5% April mortgages. And in June, which we don't have data yet, we were at six and a half for a little while. So in another month, we'll get June data and it's not going to be pleasant. The housing market has hit a wall. To what degree it bounces back? Most of it depends on this. This is the 10-year, the 10-year treasury. Mortgages always follow the 10-year. That's what you buy when you buy a mortgage. Typical lifespan of a mortgage is about seven and a half years. And they've worked real hard to keep the 10-year at three the last decade. It was climbing above three because interest rates are going to keep climbing for a little while. And there was huge institutional buying just last week, getting the 10-year back down to three. Now, some of that, they'll tell you, well, those are people who are very confident that the 10 years is going to equalize at three, even though the three month is at two and a half. Doesn't make a lot of sense if you get two and a half percent for committing to three months and a half a percent more to commit for 10 years. But 
A lot of it is probably people in the mortgage business buying that 10 year down to stay under 3% to try and keep mortgages at the very, very low six. Wednesday, we're getting another three quarters of a point, 75 basis points. I think this is going to be bad news on the housing market, which has already come to a stop. And if mortgages do go as high as what I've suspected, maybe even the low sevens, that'll take another piece out of the inflation market. On the corporate side, profitability side, the S&P 500, the profit margins are pretty good. We're still above 12. And as I've mentioned before, as strong as the dollar is, and the typical of the S&P 500, or certainly the S&P 100, 50, 60% of their sales are overseas. And those sales numbers are down because the dollar is so strong. As we've talked before, if you go out there with a dollar, it buys a lot of things in the local currency because you get a lot of currency for a dollar. If you're buying in local currency, it takes a lot more of that to get into a dollar to bring it back to the US. And we're still seeing good profit margins out of the S&P 500. Commercial real estate loans, charge off rate is basically zero. Rumors from the pandemic saying, oh, commercial is done, people aren't going to malls anymore, so on and so forth, have proven not to be the case. The charge offs are zero. It was only this morning that Black Knight came out and said that residential mortgages have delinquencies up to about two and a half percent. Not very dramatic, but they have gone up a little bit, just the delinquencies. This isn't necessarily inflation. It's more likely lower end of the houses, a working family got into a house at a good time, and maybe the job isn't as secure as they'd hoped. Or the cost of living with fuel, food, and other things has really dug into their ability to pay even a low mortgage, so they're a little bit delinquent. That's part of the recession that we're likely in. It's going to impact labor the most. Finally, this is really an interesting story about what's going on in Europe. The ECB, the European Central Bank, actually surprised a lot of people and raised the cost of money half a point, 50 basis points. That brought them up to zero. For those of you that don't keep track of that, it's been like 2014, they went to zero and have been negative ever since. They honestly believe that a negative rate for savings and checking accounts and that kind of thing would stimulate people to go out and invest in industry and move their economy along. Well, they finally figured out that doesn't work. And as the recession, which is going to hit Europe harder than the United States, is really upon them, they're having to raise rates to figure out, well, we got to get money back at the banks, so on and so forth. I don't think they're done. The ECB should be, their cost of money should be about one, kind of where it is in the, going to be in the US, but they're way behind the US. I think they're going to have a much harder problem recovering, and they're definitely going to have a hard problem getting back in the export business because their biggest customer, like everybody else, the US, well, it makes their stuff kind of cheap, but the US isn't really going out of their way buying Porsches and whatnot right now. So 
They're working on inflation. This Federal Reserve is doing a great job. We'll get some more points here in July. They don't meet again until September. We'll maybe get a half a point then before we hear the, uh, the all-important word in this whole process. It's when the Federal Reserve says they're going to pause for a while. September, November, something like that. I don't think there's much mystery left in what's going on here. They're going to beat inflation to death. Uh, it will be sad when they come out and say, well, we've been in a recession. The first quarter was all negative GDP. And believe me, the second quarter, which they haven't announced yet, doesn't look any better. So there's two quarters of negative GDP. That's technically a recession. They just haven't announced it yet. It's not bad news. I think the markets will come around. There's minimum amount of mysteries going on. And uh, it's simply a matter of when people start buying in big numbers again. Okay. Thanks for joining me. If you have any questions, send them along to info at shjwealthadvisors.com. Thanks for joining me.